welcome back to another episode of Horribly Happy. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Sophie. We're back at it again. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Or whatever day you're listening. Happy mid- mid-June. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's dive into it. What should we talk about first? Should we... Bike recap? Or let's talk about the hard stuff first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, overall, after last episode, we... Did an episode talking about Pride Month and some really important LGBTQ plus stories. So if you haven't listened to the episode, stop now, go back and listen, and then listen to this one. It's really, I thought we did a great job and I thought the stories we covered were really important. Yes. And we received really positive feedback from everybody. Yeah, we did. Um, So we love you. Thank you for listening to that. Uh, But what happened was I posted a reel, an Instagram reel. Giving just like a quick summary of our yeah of our story. I basically was like, "Hey, happy Pride!" Um, Our stories this week consist of one about a man who was killed because of his sexuality, and then another about a trailblazing um, LGBTQ person in history. And it was so short; like that's all the context it gave. And I posted on Instagram Reels, which for those of you who don't know, you can get a lot of reach when you post a reel like it's not necessarily people that are following you it can be lots of people that aren't following you yes and we received the worst comments i've ever seen in my life it was so shocking i i was like sick to my stomach yeah and i'm not saying this to like oh like woe is us you know absolutely not I, i don't really care about negative comments being posted on our stuff at all it just was more like, I can't believe these people exist. Yeah. Yes. And we have since deleted the comments. Yes. You don't try and go back and look. I mean, you can go back and watch the video and leave a nice comment. But yeah. we, del- we deleted the comments. We didn't need that type of hate on our page. And yeah, we're not going to repeat the comments because honestly, they're very, they're harmful and they're disturbing they're and they're harassment. So... There's no need to it's, repeat it them on It was literally here. hate speech. It was hate speech. Yeah. And I was mad at Instagram because we reported one as hate speech uh, yeah. and they said it didn't count as hate speech. I was um, like, are we reading the same comment? <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, that was really disappointing. We did get some positive comments. We thank those who were fighting back with us. Yeah. But ultimately, we just decided to just remove them from our page because... I can't imagine seeing any of those comments as someone part of the LGBTQ community and feeling good yeah um so they're gone it's sad our close friends and family who listen to the podcast were very supportive we got other supportive fans and i think the people who commented didn't even listen to our podcast don't even listen to our podcast and literally just saw the reel and are being yeah are spreading hate essentially It, it just i we kind of talked about this last episode but how much work there is left to do yeah and it really just emphasized that like I can't, I just couldn't even believe those people were real, mm-hmm. but like they were real and it just means like, you know, I think overall people are more good than bad, but <laughs> there's some really shitty people in the world. And it's easy to hide behind a screen, right? It's so easy to hide behind a screen. So disappointing. Um, but we got, we also got a lot of love on the podcast, so yeah. That's what we want to highlight, and thanks for the love and support for all of our episodes, but especially last week's. Yes. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. If you saw the reel, 
the comments are now deleted, but you yeah. can go back and see the actual reel. Yes. <laughs> All right. So other feedback we got from last week's episode in our chit chat portion, Sophie explained how she had a, uh, bike issues where she forgot to blow up her tires and her air and was going really slow and it was a lot of hard I didn't work. forget. I thought I didn't need them because you <laughs> asked me and I said no. I was trying to make it sound a little bit better. Amazing. Um, I, I can't remember how many people said this to me because it was more than one and it was more than two. So I can't like give you everybody's name, <laughs> but they were like... <laughs> Wow, to Sophie. <laughs> just, they had no words for you. It was more just like, how, why, what? I know. <laughs> like, why did it take so long to figure that out? Yes. And I think, I think I just went straight to COVID and that was like my issue. And yes. I worked out that day. So I just was like, wow, I'm really tired. And I, it was my first bike of the season. So I was like, <laughs> man, I guess like I'm not in biking shape. Like Jenna bikes much more regularly, especially in the winter months, you have a stationary bike. Yeah. So I just was like, yeah, I don't know why I didn't have more confidence in myself. I know, like, because like, even if you aren't a regular biker, if it's like your first time biking in like seven years, the places we were biking, it was just like relatively flat. So it should have just been like cruising altitude. But you know what? Let's not put so much criticism on me. You and Zach could see my bike from the side if you wanted to look at the tires. That's true. I didn't, I did not You guys didn't look. look. So yes, it's embarrassing. How did I not notice? But Jenna and Zach didn't either. And they would actually have been able to see it. That's true. That's our bad. So take that. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally my bad. Lesson learned. I'll I'll look moving forward. I will always be checking my tires now. Yeah, I actually have like a... Because your tire rim says what PSI it should be. And my tire pump, I got it from my grandpa. Oh, we'll show. Shout out Grandpa Francis. Yeah. And it shows like what it's at and like... yeah when it gets to that certain PSI. So I recommend investing in that. I know. Because <laughs> I blow mine up multiple times a season. I know. It's on my list of things to buy. <laughs> I just feel like I have this never-ending list of things I need, and, and then I get overwhelmed and I don't buy anything. Yeah. You are you don't really pull the trigger on you many do. purchases. You're, like, very, like, I need this, I bought it, yep. and then I don't, and then it all adds up, and then I buy a bunch of stuff at once, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just have so much money. <laughs> Yeah, where I just have packages coming throughout the just week. Just a steady flow of yeah. packages. It's always fun. It's like, yeah. oh, what what was that again? Except most of the time it's Zach's freaking baseball cards yeah. that he's or Pokemon cards. buying and reselling. Po- some are Pokemon, some are sports. Um, I don't really know. Yeah. I, I don't really go into the lair. So I'm glad I came up at your family weekend. I'm glad I, <laughs> you guys thought about me. That's super kind of you. Always. But how was it? Your family came down to the city, your parents. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. Friday, I got done with work a bit early. Well, I didn't get done with work. I just logged off. You know. Yeah. Work-life balance. Yeah. <laughs> and we went on a brewery tour in Northeast. It was so fun. Yes. So Aaron, Tom, my t- parents, and I went to... First, we started at Dangerous Man. Yep. And then we walked to Indeed. Nice. And I'm wearing my Indeed t-shirt. I noticed. Super cute. <laughs> that my dad bought me. Thanks, well, Dad. Mark. And, oh my gosh, there was, um, oh my gosh. Food truck. Yes, but I'm trying to think of the name of it. Oh. Food truck. Revival. Oh, Revival food truck. Oh, nice. 
Yes. And for those that don't know, Revival is like one of the top rated restaurants in Minneapolis. It's like Southern comfort food. So freaking good. Amazing. So we got sandwiches at Indeed. So good. And I got the pistachio. Right, I finally tried the pistachio cream ale oh, from Indeed. It's yeah. like their fam- one of their famous ales. I've, yes. I've had it. So good. In um, a can before. Yeah. Yeah. Like unreal good. good. Yeah. And then we went to Abel, which was really oh, yep. close to that. And then we went home and I was asleep by like 10. But I slept over at Aaron and Tom's. Oh, did you? So it was like a family slumber party. Where did party. your parents stay? At Aaron and Tom's. Oh, I slept on a blow up bed. Yeah. Yeah. I slept there. Well, actually, it was, this is kind of fu- a funny story. Erin blew up the blow-up bed for me so nicely, got me all set up, Yeah. and then she, as she's, like, skirting off to her room, she's like, oh, by the way, there was a hole in that blow-up bed, but I fixed it, so just let me know if you have any issues, and I was like, Sus. how did you fix it? She, was, she got special stuff on Amazon or whatever, and she was like, and I tested it with the stools. She, like, left her stools on it for 12 hours, okay. and I'm like, okay, well... I weigh a lot more than those four stools that I'm seeing. (laughs) Well, here's the issue. I'm not a stool, plus I have my 40-pound dog spooning me. Yes. (laughs) God, thank God God Zach wasn't there, too. Oh, yeah. Immediately flattened. But then I laid on it, you know, doing my nightly routine of TikTok, and all of a sudden I hear a siren. It's like, yeah, And I was like... Because Aaron lives on a busy road. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is a super long siren. Yeah. When's it going to be over? No, no, no. I like, fine. It's the bed. Yeah. Leaking air. Whatever. Did you so move- she had another air bed that we blew up. Oh. And it worked great. She just wanted to test that one. We'll get rid so of it. So I was her guinea pig. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was going to say, you could sleep on her couch too. Yeah. If you needed but to. But we used the other blow up bed. But yeah, that was kind of funny. And then the next day. Yeah. It was the most wholesome morning ever. We all walked and got coffee from Matchbox Coffee. Nice. We walked to the Northeast Farmer's Market. Love. I got so much good stuff. I got soap. I got um, homemade sourdough cheddar bread. Oh my gosh. I know. And I got really good garlic cheese. So I was just like kind of bawling at the Farmer's Market. And then the girls, me, my sister, my mom, went to Twins Game and met up with some of my aunts and cousins there. Okay. And then we all chatted at the Twins game the whole time. Taylor, my best friend from college, oh, was, was also at the Twins I game. I saw her Instagram <laughs> yeah. story. So I hung out with her for like Aww. four innings. And then my whole extended family and I went out to dinner to end the night. Why did your dad not go to the Twins game? It was kind of like a girl's outing. Okay. What did he do all day? He took a two-hour nap. Good for Mark. <laughs> yeah. I support that. Where did you go to get dinner? Guess. The Nook. Sheridan Room. Oh, of course. <laughs> Another Southern comfort, yeah. but that place is so good. I know, and it's like great for seating a lot of people. Yeah, I didn't know if it was the aunt who was like, you guys need to go to the Nook. Oh, no, yeah, there. different side of the family. Fun. But yeah, I, by the end of the day, was absolutely depleted because these are people that I just like haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Like I love to death. It was so great to catch up with them. Yeah. But, you know, when you're like... Oh, catching up. It's, it's just a different type of exhausting. Yeah, and you're outside all day. Yeah. Yeah. You did a lot of things. That sounds so I fun. I did. Though. Yeah. And okay, one more story. Yeah. <laughs> this morning. Okay. So Zach was gone this weekend. Yeah. I'm, Kona and I are in bed. It's 8 a.m. I'm waking up. I'm stretching with the morning light. All of a sudden, my fan turns off. Okay. And the clock in my room turns off. So I'm like, oh, oh my no. power just went out. Yeah. And then I hear 
what sounds like somebody like shuffling around my house. Nuh-uh. Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. Someone is here. Yeah. I'm like, somebody p- cut my power. Yeah. And is now breaking into my house. Yes. And I live in a side-by-side duplex. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's my neighbors. And I like put my ear up against the window and it was like coming from my house. I'm scared. And Kona's growling at the door. Yeah. And she, her hair is like up on her back. Yeah. And normally she's like pretty aggressive. Yeah. She's growling, and then all of a sudden she runs to the back of the bed that's not by the door and kind of starts hiding. Oh I'm no! Like, well, ma'am, this, is, you know, like, this isn't why you're here, honey. No, you have a job. <laughs> yeah. So I like creak my door open, and of course, as I'm opening it, it creaks open. Yeah. It's my Roomba. Oh my god. I know. But why did your power go out? Just um, a coincidence. Yeah. Well, the Roomba went off because the power went off. Oh. Because the, and then it. The Roomba was docked and charging, and then the power went off, so the Roomba thought, oh, it's my time to go out, and I it, it skirted. I would have crapped myself. I was shaking. Yeah. <laughs> Takes a while to recover from that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's scary. Yeah. I'm glad it was just the Roomba, though. Me too. And I normally have a knife in my vicinity, and I didn't. I usually... I, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that... Besides the scare, which ended up being nothing, sounds like a very great weekend. <laughs> was it was wholesome, good wholesome fun. I will keep mine short. I was at my cabin. My sister came up. My grandparents are staying up there for a few weeks with going back to St. Cloud for some appointments, but they're gonna spend some extended time up there. So it was nice seeing That's them. Fun. It was very relaxing, and the weather wasn't amazing, but you could still get outside, which was nice. So yeah, it was nice. a good time. Do you have like special name for your grandparents? Nope, I just do grandma and grandpa for both, and I am actually very lucky that I have three out of my four grandparents still alive. So it, we just specify with Hughes or Harris. Yeah, I don't know. We just never were that family. I I didn't either. Yeah, it's, it's grandma and grandpa. But well, my grandma on my mom's side is alive yeah. and then my grandpa on my dad's side is alive and I, I've never met the other ones they were dead before I yeah they passed this before is, <laughs> they, they passed at a young age passed, unfortunately yeah they passed at a young age um anyways so growing up I thought my grandma and grandpa were dating yeah from opposite sides I'm sure you did and they were not yeah <laughs> but they're really good buddies <laughs> my mom wanted to pitch the idea to be called Gigi for grandma for Genevieve yeah. but then Jake and him were like well we want to call her Gigi oh, so Genevieve's name is, is Gigi. Gigi so no so she's just grandma grandma yeah I don't know we never got into it Taylor that her one side of the family they call her grandma and grandpa Mima and Papa. It's so cute. And like I call, I met her oh. grandparents. They had me at their Florida home. Oh yes. So I spent a lot of time with them, and I call them Mima and Papa. I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's really. I sweet. like the idea, but like you're you're so young, your parents have to initiate that. Right. Like as a kid, yeah. you're not gonna do that. Yeah. I think it's cute. It yeah. is cute. But I would want to think about it a little bit more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Should I, should I tell the story of my dad? What? <laughs> yeah, where does that come from? <laughs> okay, so my siblings... I forgot where it comes from. My siblings and I were talking about oh, yeah, what yeah. our parents might yes. want to be called when we have kids. Yeah. And we asked my dad. And we're like, Dad, what would you like to be called? And he was like, Mm, I don't know, cooter head. <laughs> Did your mom know what it was? Yes. Oh well, actually, I don't 
I actually don't think she did. Okay. But we all absolutely died laughing and we were like, actually, what the heck? Like, yeah. Wh- why <laughs> would you, you think say you that? Are? <laughs> <laughs> like, we were like actually appalled. Yeah. And he didn't know what the word cooter meant. Yeah. For those listening, it's like a, a name, another name for vagina. Slang. Yeah. It's slang for vagina. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was not aware of that slang so he wanted to be called cooter head terrible and we told him what it meant and he was like oh my god you guys are gross but like, like well where did you get that yeah. word like <laughs> and also it's not just like well some people have used it for like no like like, like the name randy can be like e- right right but it's like no cooter is just <laughs> Vagina. I can't. So anyway, now like just to actually piss him off, we'll call him Cooter. <laughs> he asked for it. I know. It's hilarious. There's like no way to get around it now. <laughs> Mark J. <laughs> it's bad. It's really it's bad, bad, but you did it to yourself. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into the stories. Let's do it. All right. I'm horrible this week. I have been wanting to do this story for some time, and I. I'm pulling the trigger. My sources are allthatsinteresting.com and wikipedia.org. So I'm doing the mysterious disappearance of Brandon Lawson. Oh, yeah. And um, there's a few different disappearances that are Brandon with the name Brandon. Yeah. There's one in Minnesota that's Brandon Larson. Maybe. I think it's Brandon Larson. I'm doing Brandon Lawson out of Texas. Okay. But really both are really weird disappearances um both are so intriguing but this one has stuck with me for so long and there's an update oh gosh yeah now i'm excited yeah so i first heard this story when i was listening to true crime garage podcast i think they did like a two or four part series on it i think you're right um and i'm sure they're i haven't looked but i bet they would have come up with an update now that there's some updates on the case and they actually do their updates on their stitcher premium sometimes so they might have and we just have missed it oh okay yeah i don't sub me me, neither do i but (laughs) okay so i'll just give you the background and then at the end we'll go into the update so, the premise of the story is after Brandon Lawson ran out of gas in the dead of the night on rural Route 277, he made a series of strange phone, calls, strange phone calls and was never seen again. So, Brandon was born on November 18th, 1986 in Fort Worth, Texas. He grew up in a big family and appeared to have a happy childhood. He spent a lot of time outdoors with his brother and sister, or brothers and sister, He enjoyed fishing, camping, and he could not wait to get his own pickup truck. In junior high, nope, Lawson was a junior in high school (laughs) when he met Ladessa Lofton and asked for her number. The couple quickly became inseparable and they went on to have three children together. Lofton also became a stepmother to Lawson's child of a previous relationship. So when Lawson disappeared, they had been together for 10 years. Okay. So Lofton is Ladessa's Ladessa. Yep. And Lawson is Brandon. Got it. Just before his disappearance, with the stress of working more than 60 hours per week in the oil fields and a newborn son at home, it was said that Lawson turned to methamphetamine. At the time, Lawson had ongoing issues with substance abuse, but had been clean for about six months. According to an interview with Lawson's brother, Kyle, 
Lawson called Kyle on August 7th, 2013, to see if he knew where to find meth. Yeah. So that kind of insinuated that he was using again. Yeah. Yes. And August 7th was two days before he went missing. He went missing on August 9th. Okay. So Lawson did not go home to his family on the evening of the 7th, which prompted a fight with Lofton, his partner, uh, when he did end up returning home on August 8th. After their fight, he left angrily in his truck just before midnight. When he left, he did not have a lot of gas. So Lofton, his partner, said that he left and he did not have a lot of gas. So she called Brandon's brother, her brother-in-law, and said that he was going to run out of gas. So she put a gas tin on the porch to give to him so he could go get him the gas. Okay. So she was asking his brother, Brandon's brother, Pick to up go the, gas get the gas and then give it to Brandon. Yeah, because Brandon was pretty mad at her, I guess. Yeah. So she was like, "Can you please do this?" Yeah. Lawson, Brandon Lawson had then called his father at around 11:30 p.m. to explain he was driving to his home in Crowley, Texas. So he was going to his dad's house. Got it. Lawson never finished the 3-hour drive. Uh, he ran out of gas on Route 277 at 12:30 a.m. on August 9th. He called his brother Kyle in a panic, causing Kyle to worry that Brandon was high and hallucinating. Yeah. So here's a quote that um, his brother Kyle said that Brandon said. So three expletives. So like three. I don't know if it was like a bad word. Oh, okay. Okay, So three expletives are chasing me out of town. The Mexicans in the neighborhood. Okay. So he was, like, thinking that people were chasing him. Yep. Brandon denied being high when his brother asked him. So Kyle went out with his wife and four-year-old son, left his house, and drove to Lawson's house to retrieve the gas can. The brothers exchanged several more phone calls after that, um, but Lawson just kept hanging up after a few sentences. At one point, Lawson told Kyle that he was bleeding. So in the meantime, Lawson also called 911. So he was calling his brother and 911 at about 12.50 a.m. and told the dispatcher that he was not alone and needed the police. When a truck passing by saw the tail end of Lawson's parked truck hanging over the white line of the road at 12.56 a.m., he called 911 to report it. A police officer arrived around 1.10 a.m. to inspect the abandoned vehicle just as Kyle pulled up while on the phone with Lawson. Okay. So his brother was on the phone when police yes, were there. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Lawson told Kyle he was right there and he saw him arrive, but neither Kyle nor police officer could see him. So oh Brandon God. was on the phone with Kyle and he was like, Claiming. I'm right here. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Kyle thought that Lawson may be hiding from the police officer because he was, like, using drugs. Yeah. So he parked down the road and waited. So even after the officer left, Lawson was nowhere to be found. All of Kyle's calls were now going to Brandon's voicemail. So he left to take his family home because he was with his wife and kid. Kyle returned to the abandoned truck at dawn, but Lawson was still missing. Oh, The only signs of anyone being in that area was a spot under a tree where it appeared someone sat down close to the roadway within eyesight of where Lawson's pickup broke down. Okay. So the Coke County Sheriff's Office towed Lawson's truck at 8 a.m. and noted that Lawson had an outstanding warrant for drug charges. 
um, and had spent time in jail previously, so that led them to suspect Kyle, the brother, for helping his brother vanish. I know. Dang it. Two Two polygraph tests, or whatever you call them, tests? Yeah. Yeah. Cleared Kyle, so the search for Lawson continued, where it's like, okay, let's just search for him. Yes. Authorities searched the area with the thermal imaging cameras, airplanes, and six cadaver dogs, but found nothing. Lofton even hired a private investigator who led a team of 10 people. While Kyle said Lawson had told him that Lofton had people from their neighborhood after him, everyone involved agreed he had just been paranoid, and there was no, like, substantiating evidence to that. Mm. Brandon Lawson was officially reported missing on August 13th, 2013. That same day, the Texas Rangers conducted a helicopter search. Local police officers had already determined the day prior that he was no longer in the county. And Kyle went on to say, My brother might have been a felon, he might have messed with drugs, he might have relapsed, but he loved his children, he took care of his children, and he was a good person. Police discovered that Lawson had withdrawn from his 401k prior to disappearing, but he was set to start a new job within a few days, and his family doesn't believe that he vanished purposely. Yeah, that could be connected to starting a new job. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay, so I want to dive into... Okay, this is interesting. The voice call. Yeah, because I I don't remember the the meth at all from True Crime Garage. So, like, I mean, I've listened to so many stories. It's very likely. I just forgot. Yeah. So, but I'm like, oh, crap. I don't know if they really emphasize that. Because I, I can't remember. I listened to that a yeah. while ago, too. But I know his brother, yeah. Kyle, has been, like, really involved in the search for Brandon. Okay. And he's really open about it. Okay. Um, so he's, like, been on podcasts and stuff, yeah. doing interviews. And, like, the, the whole family is, like, involved in, like, Crime Con every year, I'm pretty oh. sure. Because they're, like, really involved yeah. in his case and, like, trying to help find him. So they're really open about that. Yeah. So, okay, I I don't want to, like, actually play okay. the, the um, voice recording. I just, like, get a pit in my stomach when I listen to it. Yeah. Um, but it's so interesting because the 911 call is recorded, and I listened to it over and over and over today, and it sounds like there's somebody in the background. Oh, Okay. Which is what peop- a lot of people think. Interesting. So maybe I could play it, but I don't know how that would work with the recordings. <laughs> Let's just try it. Nine, two thousand, thirteen, zero, fifty, and thirty-eight seconds. Nine one one emergency. Yeah, I'm in the middle of the field. It's like we're just pushing guys over. Right here, going to a guy went on both sides. Not sure if they're out of gas. There's one car here. Got to take Okay, now run that round. I mean, no, we're not talking to him. I told you ran into him. Ah, you ran into him. Okay. Got the first guy. Do you need an ambulance? No, I need the cops. Okay. Is anybody hurt? Hello? I can't really hear someone in the background like you said you could. Yes, I couldn't either, but a lot of people have like slowed it down and made it more clear. And there's some weird things that are picked up. So I'm going to read what people think 
yes, was please. said. And then I'm going to, I found a Reddit post like going into um, okay. more of it. Yeah. So there's a few different transcriptions. Yeah. But I'm going to read the one that most people think it is. Yeah. Okay. 911 emergency. Yes. I'm in the middle of a field. And then it says escaped. We just pushed over some guys. We're going out here towards the woods on Abilene on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. A guy's chasing me through the woods. Please hurry. Okay. okay then 911 emergency. Okay. Run that by me one, one more time. There'll be no talking to them. I accidentally ran into them. Oh, you ran into them? Okay. And then it sounds like somebody says something in the background. Okay. And then Brandon says, the first guy. And it kind of sounds like shot the first guy or got the first guy. Okay. And then it sounds like there's a loud noise in the background that kind of sounds like a gunshot. Like a lot of people think it's a gunshot. Okay. Okay. So then 911 emergency goes, do you need an ambulance? And then at the same time, somebody else is talking over 911 emergency. Like it's kind of muffled. Yeah. And then Brandon says, no, I need the cops. And then it says, okay, is anybody hurt? Hello, hello, hello. Brandon doesn't respond, but there's a noise in the background when she's saying hello, 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 getting louder, going towards the phone, it sounds like. So let me see if I can find this Reddit post. Oh, it was a, somebody made a sound. Oh, somebody made a SoundCloud playlist, breaking down each oh. one and slowing it down. Okay. And I'm going to show you the ones that I found super compelling. Okay. So this first one, I don't think we need to listen to the ones that like are clear what he's saying. Yeah. But I'm going to do the one where it says, um, let's see, where is it? Okay. Detective, okay, so it goes, somebody, like, mumbles detective, it sounds like, and it doesn't sound like Brandon. Yeah. And then it also says, shot the first guy. That's why I said it either sounds like shot the first guy or got the first guy. And then it sounds like there's a gunshot in the background, so I'm going to play that now. I feel like either a gunshot or, like, a car slamming. Yeah. Got the first guy. Got the first guy. Got the first guy. Someone, so that sounded someone like detective. Yeah, and it wasn't something. Brandon. Right. Interesting. So that's what people think are saying detective. I'll play yeah. it one more time. So that's the detective. Okay, and then this next part is the boom that goes on in the background. I didn't hear the boom. Okay, I'll play it again. Okay. So I just played it three times in a row. Yeah. Because it's like, it sounds like something's going off in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely hear something going on in the background. Maybe I guess to me it doesn't seem as obvious that it's a gunshot. Yes. Okay. And then somebody else in in a different part, it says crap. Is anybody hurt? So somebody's like whispering crap in the background. Yeah. I for sure heard that. So weird. I mean, we could keep breaking yes. this audio down over and over again. I I don't want to go too much further into it because yeah. we, we could do this for hours. But we it's could. such a weird phone call. And a lot of experts 
looking into the case thought that he was not it sounded like he was not alone correct and And i can see that it's a really hard voice call to listen to because he's breathing really hard he's clearly disheveled and like words aren't coming out super clear because he's breathing really hard yes and you know maybe it was just like weird sounds that were happening and it wasn't another person and he was possibly high and hallucinating yeah I don't know what meth. I don't know if methamphetamine makes you hallucinate. No, I'd have to look into it again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's also outside in a field. He's by a road. It could be so many things, but it it definitely feels like there's a possibility he was maybe not alone. Even, I don't know. I don't know. It's mind blowing. I know, but okay. So now I'll go into the update. Okay. Okay. So people have rummaged over those that voice call for yeah. hours and hours thousands of hours now yeah and there's just been no real conclusions from it however when they were doing the ground search they were not able to search some areas because it was private land and the owner did not allow searches on it oh gosh which i didn't know looking no. back but um, there's been some people that have really been heavily supporting Brandon's case to help find him. Yeah. And somebody talked to a private landowner, explained what they wanted to do, and the private landowner let them do a oh, ground okay. search. So um, in February 4th of 2022, nearly a decade after Brandon Lawson went missing, clothing was found that was identified as Lawson's. <gasps> a further search led to the discovery of human remains near <gasps> Lawson's last known location. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Did they do a DNA test or was it too so, far gone? DNA tests are not public right now, but the remains are expected to be Lawson's, and I think they're doing a DNA test. I just it just hasn't been released oh or it hasn't been done yet. Gosh. And the family made a public statement that's like it's presumed to be him. It's by his yeah. belongings. Like we're happy we found closure, but it's still not like they still don't know what happened. Right. Makes me think more so though if he was on drugs maybe and hurt himself and because he was on this private land they couldn't find him right. and he was unable to get out or get up or whatever. Yeah, but I, I don't know if you could find like harm of the decomposing remains in, in yeah. terms of like a gunshot yeah. or whatever. I think possibly a gunshot if it like... Was it in the bone? Yeah. yeah. But... A lot of people were saying that this, a lot of people with like disappearances, they think like there's no possible way that somebody just like actually went missing and like nothing, no foul play was involved. Yeah. And I'm clearly not sure where this lands because that phone call to me is so weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like really upset about something, but also he was found nearby and it he could have sadly died from exposure. Yeah. It's just so frustrating that it seems like he was so close. I know. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, come on. Because they, they did a thermal test in that area. Oh. Yeah, they, they did like a helicopter yeah. and like flight thermal searches and stuff. But they couldn't do a ground search yeah. in that area. So, yeah. I baffled, confused by this story. But I feel some sense of like... There might be Relief some closure for the coming family. Soon. Yeah. I'm still just like confused at his state when for he sure. went missing. And I, I feel so sad for him and his family, but it feels like a little bit of closure. Yes. Or maybe a lot. Like the family feels like they have a I'm lot sure of closure. I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and they can, you know, put him to rest how they yeah. see fit. Um, 
That's so interesting. That's a really good update. I had not heard that. Yeah. So I didn't either until I looked into it because this is one of the stories that has like stuck with me. Yeah. And I, True Crime Garage goes over the tapes a lot further than yeah. I did. And I didn't want to dwell on it too long because like his remains were found. So yeah. it doesn't, there's like, I think there was a homicide investigation open, reopened for him. Um, but it's not... They're not, like, opening it because they su- uh, suspect foul play again, but um, just because that's what they need to do in order to investigate further. I can't yes. remember exactly, but that's what Kyle, the brother, said. Okay. Yeah. Well, great story. I'm glad there's an update. Hopefully, we'll have another update coming yeah. soon. And we could touch on it. I'm just looking. <laughs> Meth causes hallucinations, but it, there's not a quick answer. So, to be determined. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Um, okay, well, I guess that's probably as deep into it as we're going to get, yeah. but <laughs> thanks for playing those tapes. I've heard them on True Crime Garage, but it was interesting to hear them again. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm happy this week. Yay! And I have a short and sweet story. Love. So our buddy Jordan yeah. actually was like, your happy stories should always be short because they're not as interesting as that's the horrible stories. That's what I say. Stories. Haven't I said that <laughs> <Yeah>. before? <laughs> For sure. And I kind of agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is for you, Jordan. <laughs> so I'm telling a quick story about Morgan Freeman and his new hobby of beekeeping. Shut the front door. Have you heard of this? No. Have you heard of this? Okay. That's so cute. I know. My only source is allthatsinteresting.com. Swag. Love it. Sponsor us. <laughs> Please. Um, okay, so Morgan Freeman was born in Memphis, Tennessee on June 1st, 1937. And he was the youngest of five siblings and spent most of his youth uh, with his grandmother in Mississippi while his parents tried to find work in Chicago, Illinois. Freeman was a natural performer by the age of 12, and he won a partial drama scholarship when he graduated high school in 1959, but he turned it down to join the U.S. Air Force. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I know, me neither. He, like, his dream was to fly planes, so that's what he did, but then he eventually left the service when the job proved to be too mundane, I guess. Okay. Um, I know, I'm not sure how flying <laughs> yeah. planes in the Air Force would be mundane, but whatever. Uh, he attempted to start, so then he returned from service and he attempted to start his career in acting, but struggled for many years. And eventually he found himself on Broadway and TV in the 1970s before catching Oscar nominated roles in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in 2014, in front of a live studio audience while appearing on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, love Jimmy Fallon, Morgan Freeman announced that he had picked up the hobby of beekeeping. So this is obviously <laughs> well into his established and successful acting career. Right. Um, he explained that he had become so upset by the global decline of honeybees that he transformed his 124-acre ranch in Mississippi to a bee sanctuary. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> Freeman has been an active environmentalist for decades, mainly focusing on climate change and disaster relief, including starting a relief fund for victims of Hurricane Ivan in Granada. The fund has since become Planet Now, an organization that helps people living in areas with severe storms and hurricanes. However, he has found another passion in the bee sanctuary. The decline in bee population has become so vast and happened quickly in the past two decades And in 2006, the EPA named this phenomenon the Colony Collapse Disorder. And Mm. in 2006 is when 
Freeman first like kind of discovered like learned yeah. about this issue. Um, and prior to his announcement on the Tonight Show, he had only been beekeeping for a few weeks. But he had quietly imported 26 beehives from Arkansas to Mississippi during that time. And once the bees settled in, Freeman planted magnolia, clover, lavender, and other bee-friendly fruit trees. Freeman also claims that he hardly ever wears the traditional beekeeping attire and has never been stung. Okay, that girl on, or that woman on TikTok? Yeah. Texas Bee Works? Yeah. She's always like... Today's a great day to save the bees. <laughs> she never has safety I know. equipment on. And she always goes in there and scoops the bees and they just like... Yes. They're fine. She doesn't get stung. I guess they're friends. So Morgan Freeman doesn't collect honey. He literally just like lets them go. So oh, wow. he probably doesn't have to be super up close and personal with them a ton. Which is maybe why he also chooses not to wear one. But good for you, Morgan. <laughs> um... So later in 2014, Freeman helped produce the climate change documentary What's Possible, which screened at the United Nations Climate Summit. And Freeman feels passionately that the decline in the bee population is just as important as climate change. It was released by the Department of Agriculture that keepers lost nearly half of their colonies between the years April 2015 and April 2016. So only in a year. Holy shit. They lost nearly half their colonies. And while habitat and food loss are some of the main causes of the decline in bee population, another leading cause is the use of harmful pesticides and the Trump administration's approval of a bee-killing pesticide in 2018 has alarmed a lot of activists. And this is why efforts like Freeman's are so significant. And that's really the end of my story. His, it, it, I think it's still going well. Um, I've heard... It can be hard the first couple of years beekeeping and just, like, figuring it out. But I think especially if he's not harvesting honey, yeah. hopefully he can kind of just provide them with the atmosphere they need. And Good for him. I know. I mean, every, like, little bee-friendly pollinator habitat matters. So having a yeah. big one like that in that area, I'm sure, is very impactful. Yeah, and I'm not a biology major. You have some... St- some classes and well, some, a lot some. of yeah yeah environmental science yes but um bees are just like a very important part of yes the world the as it is the ecosystem yes. yes and just do so much for yes for it um i don't know scientifically why that is true but i'm sure you can find it <laughs> but i don't know i just love that morgan freeman's like Bee Sanctuary. That is Love. the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Great for him. Yeah. We support. <laughs> we support just out there living my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I've never thought a lot about beekeeping, but if you had the space, it could be kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. And... Fresh like, honey. Yeah, and it's that. just like, what a fun environment. Yeah. Like, the clovers, the, the flowering trees. Magnolias. Yeah, like yeah. that would be such a great like peaceful place to be yes i want to go visit his bee farm his sanctuary yes, yes. um maybe he does visits maybe we can road trip. yeah <laughs> all right well that will be maybe we could do a horribly happy road trip so we yeah. can start <laughs> working on that yes <laughs> all right cool well that's it for this week everybody thanks for joining us yeah smash that subscribe button leave a comment rate review subscribe um, please leave friendly comments on our videos and pictures. Yes. We love you for it. Yes, please. <laughs> Share this with a friend. 
Have a great rest of your week and stay happy. As happy as you can be. Bye. Thank you.